Welcome back, SFL Nation, to Coach's Corner. This is Bashing the SFL. We've been away for a while. I'm your host, Brian Craven, and we have my Bash brother and co-host, Doug Day. Not Sergey, Doug Day. Okay. Doug, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. We're just kind of hanging out. Uh, yeah. SFL, good afternoon or good morning, wherever you are. Um, it's progression day, so, you know, by the time right. this gets out, if you haven't progressed, it's too late. <laughs> Sucks to be you. Don't miss I'm two of them or you. somebody, yeah, don't miss two of them or some smuck's going to step into your contract and be a star. Yeah, Don't let it happen. True. Yeah. Greg, I'm not calling you a schmuck. If Greg Soto's listening, I'm not calling you a schmuck. <laughs> it was that other guy, not you. Who's uh, the other guy? You know who he is. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, we've been away for a while. I have uh, been in the midst of a move and a couple other things going on. It was just too hard to pull it off and do my coaching duties and uh, the other stuff with Lone Star. So think we're settled. I think we're going to be back on schedule. I have a big announcement for a change. Uh, I just have a big announcement that I will drop at the end of the show. Huge announcement. Massive. Like huge. Yeah. Yeah. Can't yeah, can't even fit it in a backpack. Oh unfathomable though. Yeah. Oh, it's just epic. <laughs> it's an epic announcement. It's yeah. Yeah. Uh so we are a quarter of the way through the season and we're seeing some trends emerge. It's still too early uh, to say for sure. Nobody's out of it, obviously, and nobody's clinched anything. But we're seeing we're seeing some things we expected to see. We're seeing a few things we didn't expect. Oh, yeah. And we're seeing a few things that we're going, what the heck? So we're going to talk about those. You may disagree. It's still a free country, despite the efforts of some of our uh, people. And uh, <laughs> you are welcome to disagree. I welcome it. Uh, uh, and I acknowledge I could mm -hmm. be wrong. And I'm going to admit to being wrong right off the bat. Right off the bat, I got one for you. So Ooh. one of our last shows, one of the things we would talk about was teams. I, I said a couple of teams might be contenders for being like one win or two wins uh, for the season. One of them I said was possible was St. Louis. The St. Yeah. Louis guys and their friends, I like those guys, but they took exception, good natured exception, but they took exception to it, uh, gave me a little black for it. And they were sure to point out that they were already at two wins. Uh, and honestly, they have the same record as Lone Star. Uh, they, they were already <laughs> at two wins after four games. And kudos to you fellas i was uh potentially wrong i want to say i didn't predict they were going two and two and ten i said it could happen but nonetheless well, st louis, our, st. Yeah. louis good job fellas way to go and stick together because if you guys stick together and grow together that's how you turn into a, a good team so oh yeah st louis unfortunately hasn't been able to hang on to people for a while i'd love to see them get some yeah. ability anyway moving on what do you got for us first? Well, like we were talking about the standings and the, you know, it's like one of the predictions that we made um, so far is coming true. And that's Arizona is three and one. And they're not a bad team. They just, you know, had some rough luck here and there. But after that first game against Lone Star, something clicked. Eddie Gage and AJ and those guys over there. They said enough is enough, and we're gonna run roughshod, and that's what they are doing. 
They really have, haven't they? Well, and I, I, I'm going to go on record. Listen, that game with us was a trap game for them. They had no yeah. way of knowing what we were going to do. Yeah. Uh, they had to just guess. We surprised him coming out in the 4-4, for example. Uh, and we at least could watch uh, the uh, All-Star game and maybe, I don't, I don't know that it helped us at all, but Eddie called the <laughs> offense for the All-Star game last week. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, if you tried to look at uh, – what I did in the minors and think that's what we were going to do. <laughs> that's not what we were going to do. So, <laughs> so that, uh, so our game with them was a total trap game. Uh, they could easily be four and zero if they had more info on us. Um, you never know. Oh, yeah. You never know. Yeah, so it's good to see. I like I like seeing that. I said last year I was a long distance fan of Arizona. I like seeing Arizona do well. Oh yeah. Well, like you mentioned at the top of the show, you know, it's 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 week four. You know, we it just is. finished. We just finished week four, and you know, if you remember back to week one when Chicago took that loss, everybody was mm-hmm. like, "Wait, what? What? Chicago? Yeah. Oh no, Chicago! Uh, people, Chicago is now three and one." Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, so they, you know, it's it's the thing. It's we could easily be we could easily be three and one. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. every team that's doing it's just the way it runs. Yeah. You know, there's some teams that are where they are and you're just shaking your head about, you know, <clears throat> I don't get how Jacksonville is where they are. I don't get how Charleston is one and three. Florida's one and three. You know, those well, are the perennial Math know. is unbiased. Remember that when you talk about Jacksonville. Math is unbiased. I'm doing the air quotes here. Um, but no, you're right. You're right. And and I don't think any of those. There's obviously a couple teams that I think the trend is is moving out. Um, yeah. But uh, to look at Jacksonville at one and three and say they're a bad team would be foolish, for example, because they're not. They're clearly not. Oh, yeah. It's just, you know, it's just the way things go in this league. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, it's one of those... Louisiana comes out, you know, we figured Louisiana was going to be a pretty decent team there. They're showing, you know, they're showing what they're made of. Mm-hmm. Van- Vancouver, everybody was afraid Vancouver was going to go the opposite direction when when they lost all, you know, most of their players last season. And Vancouver's 3-1. They're, well, and they're just for the assaulting record, people. <laughs> for the record, you and I didn't say that. You and I said they were going to be fine. Because oh, yeah. the pieces, the people they brought in were... Oh, yeah. You know, they, they, Andy replaced what he lost. Oh yeah, big uh, time. Uh, so you know, um, yeah, uh, yeah. They they picked up without missing a beat. Uh, I think one of the other ones too is Mexico City. You know, when Ray Bentley when Ray Bentley stepped aside for this season, right. Mexico City it was like you know, it's going to be interesting. And now they're three and one. Mm-hmm. So and then mm-hmm. Vega. Vega back in Denver, you know, bringing Denver back three and one. Right, so, and and they 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 could have easily won the game with. Uh, yeah, they, they they played well in Baltimore. Yeah, um, and then if you remember at the beginning, you know, when we did our like little prediction show, you know, I had Baltimore winning it all. Hey, they're three and one. Mm-hmm, <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I think the next two weeks is gonna really like. It's really gonna separate the men from the boys. There are there are some at big... the halfway point. At right. the halfway point, we should we should really have a better. Right. You know, 
Well, and if those three and one teams are, if, if a couple of those are five and one at that point, yeah. Um, and conversely, um, if a couple other teams don't get wins, you know, then now they're in. They actually are kind of behind the eight ball a little bit. Now, yeah. You know? So like, yeah, yeah, that's that's uh, that's a strong possibility. Um, uh, something popped to mind while we were talking about this. So last year we know that Atlanta uh, only lost two games. Right. Yeah. It, was, it was a pretty good, season, pretty dominant season. Um, and honestly, their last game, they were trying a lot of different stuff. That's not to take anything away from Vegas. It was a good game for them. But their last game, they uh, they were doing some different things, and and it wasn't it wasn't Atlanta as it had been all season. Um, yeah. Other than that, they had what they had, and I I feel like an idiot. I don't even remember who they lost to last season. And then they had a game where they. They beat Chicago like six to three or something like that. weren't quite themselves. They just scraped it out. Well, didn't what? Vegas isn't isn't the Vegas is the one that took them out. Vegas beat them in the last game of the season, but that's the game that yeah. they that they uh, they were trying a few different things. And I think yeah. I think Mark had something going on, and so he didn't. I don't remember. I, I heard somebody say yeah. something. Mark had something going on, so he he, he couldn't devote his full attention. Yeah, because the they had like already that. they had already clinched the number one spot, so it was like, and so they could yeah, so. and, and and don't take don't take it completely oh, yeah. that bit about Mark. I, I I thought somebody said that that it was just it was like he's like super busy with something, maybe some family thing. I don't know. Um, yeah, the point being, they weren't uh, they they weren't giving a hundred percent against Vegas. Um, uh, but regardless, regardless, they really only had a couple of stumbles all season. The year before, when we were still at 12 players, uh, didn't Denver only lose one game in this season? I believe so, yeah. Okay. So here's the question. Do you think, with the continued roster expansion, this is a wild guess, of course. Do you think we're ever going to have another undefeated team? Oh, I don't think so. There's too many variables, right? The the biggest variable is the AI. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's like you could have, and it would be interesting to, you know, for the people with the editor, it's like, it would be interesting to, you know, all gold players and, you know, this and that and run a sim again. Well, I mean, we even joked about, you know, I think you and I even joked about, you know, getting an SFL team and running a sim against a minor league team just to see what would happen. Mm -hmm. You know, see if the AI would be like, well, we need the minor league team to, <laughs> you know. Well, we yeah so. yeah we talked about that. We do both. I we do both feel like the AI sometimes it, it doesn't like a blowout. So unless yeah. you badly screw up, it's not going to be a blowout. But what's yeah. it going to do if the talent level is completely, you know? Yeah. You know. Uh, the the I, anyway yeah I, I kind of cut you off. Uh, go ahead. Pay, Patriots versus a junior college or something like that, <laughs> <laughs> sort of thing. Right. But. Yeah, you had mentioned before about knowing, you know, the biggest thing is trying to figure out the game. What is the game thinking? <laughs> you know, when is the game thinking what it's thinking? Mm-hmm. You know, is it play by play randomness or as soon as Cam hits that play button, the AI already knows who's going to win. Kind of got an idea, right, right. Kind of thing. Right. You know, but it's, 
and the thing like you said with the 12 teams and then we went to 17 and then this and this so teams are gonna have to you know adjust on the fly every year and every year as we go along you know it's gonna get interesting but i don't think i don't think we see another dominant undefeated undefeated team there's just too many good there's too many good teams i mean if you're just a total dipstick at setting up a playbook or something like that i see defeated teams mm -hmm. oh you know and i'm not Overs. taking anything i'm not taking anything away from portland portland has just caught a couple of oh they've had some bad breaks i mean yeah. they could be two and two right now Mm -hmm. But it's just, you sit back and you're like, are you kidding me? They could be two and two with a couple of good wins. One of those being a win yeah. over Denver. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that could exactly. have been Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and the other part too is, and I was, I sat there in disbelief probably, you know, along with the other hundred and some people that were watching this. And in real life, if you're Tulsa, you're going to run that ball you're going to run that <laughs> clock to zero. Yeah. You're not going to give up a turnover and then turn around and have them come back and win the game in the last second. It's just, yeah. that's just, yeah. you know, and that's the AI is like, what are you thinking? Well, that, and that's part of why I, I say, I think I feel like, and this is totally based on just watching. I don't have any evidence. I could be completely crazy. Remember, I've had a lot of concussions. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like when you watch the game, you can almost predict. You can almost predict. It's like, okay, come back in, coming in. You'll see it in chat. You'll see it in yeah. chat in the game. Somebody's like, cheese, uh, cheese, come back uh, in yeah. three, two, one. You know, and you see it happen. So you know that happens. And, and I understand that for people, close game, for a lot of people, a close game is interesting. And so that might be the default position that people do on this. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I agree because only a complete moron would do some of the things, you know, no coach that uh, uh, would ever keep a job would do some of the things that it does, uh, yeah. which is why I think it's entirely possible that we won't have a, a, an undefeated team. The only possible caveat to that is if we have a lot of turnover, and we did have a lot of turnover, and we've got a lot of new coaches, and I'm including myself in this. I mean, I, uh, I screwed Ace over hard in, in week two and three. We, we, we tried some things that you shouldn't be doing with a rookie quarterback, and it, it, it got him in trouble. Yeah. Whether or not we would have won those games, <clears throat> if I'd done a better job, I don't know. Um, but the point being, I pretty much ensured that we weren't competitive, right? <laughs> so if you've got somebody new and they're still learning those nuances, you know, uh, they set up. The very first playbook I set up when I was in Vancouver, uh, Andy had us do scrimmages against each other. Like like Lee, Lee Adama and I set up playbooks and we scrimmaged each other and he and Charles set up playbooks and scrimmaged each other and he, he shared them with us with the watch. <laughs> I had a playbook, I ran my sims, it looked pretty good. And then when I was against Lee Adama, running against Lee Adama, I, uh, I, I basically ran two plays the whole bloody game. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> it was played, we had tested. They were good players, I had them in the playbook and, and, and I think I understand it now. But the, the, during the game, it was like, we're gonna run this play. And I'm like, again? 
You know, mm-hmm. it, ran, it, it alternated those two plays, and they weren't play. You don't run them on third and long, for example, which I was yeah. in once in a while. And, uh, you know, so if we've got guys that aren't getting help from their owners or whatever or enough or, or even just, just in a situation where they're on their own, you could see some guys struggling with the playbook for a little bit and maybe uh, a, a veteran, a Jeremy Vega, mighty uh, concussion moment, Baltimore uh, coach, Louis Smart, uh, Vegas, any, you know, one of these, one of these veteran guys, Gerald, yeah. Uh, Atlanta um, could take advantage of them just because they're so much more uh, experienced and talented, not talented, experienced. And so, right, well, yeah, yeah. Can't forget and, Eddie. Uh, well, Eddie's, Eddie's, you know, said he'd never done offense before. He's, he's, he's showing he's got, he's got it sorted out. He's doing really well, right? Yeah. Uh, so the point being, the point being, I'm rambling a little too much, is that that's the only way I could see an undefeated team. If just things aligned, they put together good games and were fortunate in those games against the veterans. Yeah. And then rookies or, or new coaches like myself included were completely overmatched, you know, and they, and just couldn't take advantage of something. That I could see happening. Even then with 20, maybe 22, maybe 24, you know, however many we go, go to in the next few years. Mm-hmm. Maybe it doesn't happen regardless. Maybe you put together a total garbage playbook and it still <laughs> is like, woo, and makes it happen. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, anyway, that's, you know, that speculation. It's a question that popped up when we were talking about these teams. Um, and you see in games, wild uh, inconsistencies. Sioux Falls was fantastic early on against uh, Charleston, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, oops. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I still say Stu Falls is the best team in the league. Just looking at yeah. them, looking at what they do. Um, uh, but but uh, there's others others that uh, would disagree with me, no doubt, and they'd have a reason to. Anyway, moving on. What you got for us next? So talking about uh, talking about the standings and stuff, you're not going to get to the top without top players. So I think what I want to do now is just kind of let's touch on the last four weeks about, you know, we'll talk about players that have kind of turned it around a little bit, Mm -hmm. you know, so we'll start at quarterback. Okay. At the beginning of the season, would you think at, at week four that AJ, Ashley Jackson, would have a QBR of 114. Be leading the league in that category, right? Yeah, she's leading the league in that category. She's leading the league with 1,423 yards and an 82% completion rate. Um, well, okay, it sounds disrespectful to say no, I wouldn't believe that. We know we know AJ, she's been in the league a long time. She's, she's good people. We, you look at her quarterback build, it's a good build. Uh, but you would, I would have said no, because Eddie himself was saying he's taken over the offense and he doesn't know how he's going to do. Basically, I mean, Eddie, yeah. Eddie was confident he should be, but no, I wouldn't. You wouldn't have expected that, and you wouldn't have expected it. it sounds like I'm tooting our own horn. You wouldn't have expected <laughs> it after a game against us. But she did have, yeah. she did have again trap game 
Uh, she did have good completion percentage and and all of that. A lot of checkdowns, but I, I'm yeah. not against checkdowns, despite giving Johnny Pickler so much trouble last year and calling him Captain Checkdown. Um, <laughs> uh, I know you're listening, Johnny. Um, yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, no, uh, you know, you saw it in the first game. You saw what could be happening in the first game. And oh, yeah. Eddie's doing a fantastic job of setting AJ up to succeed. Um, yeah. But yeah, you, the question was, did I expect that? No. No, I didn't expect that. And it's fantastic to see it. But Yeah. yeah. Well, she, uh, AJ's, uh, her pass to interception is five, five touchdowns and one interception in the last three games. Mm-hmm. She had one touchdown and two INTs against us. Mm-hmm. But after that, she's five and one. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking whatever there, whatever the whatever Kool Aid that Eddie Gage is feeding them over there in Arizona, you know, it's got to be it's got to be something in the salsa. <laughs> I think I think it's probably a lime uh, flavored Kool Aid to match that that green they do, and they call it Scorpion Juice. Oh, there you go. There That's got to be it. That's there you go. It. That was. That was a really sad joke. I apologize. That went over. <laughs> that that went down like a dead corgi. I apologize. I'll do better next time. All right. Cool. First uh, one. I like that one. All right. You so that. you're gonna love this one. <clears throat> so Sioux Falls being three and one, they're leading the. You know, they're they're up in the standings. They're being led by Colin Hart, who has 607 yards, five touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. I can see that. Not, that's not surprising, yeah. That's not surprising. Here's what is surprising. So when this guy came into the league, he was a fullback. He started running back last season. I think it was last oh, season. Oh, I know who you're talking about, yeah. Exactly. So Arizona running back, DJ Moses. Yeah. Great, great guy. Great yeah. dude. Funny yeah, he dude. Is. Yeah, he is. 580 yards rushing, four touchdowns, but that's not the best part. He's second in the league in rushing. He yeah. is first in the league in running back receptions or receiving yards with 238. Mm-hmm. He has 238 receiving yards. Mm-hmm. I mean, his his rushing, he's rushed. 122 yards, 262 yards, and 142 yards in mm-hmm. three games. Yeah. So whatever they're doing out there, DJ Moses, keep that up. Yeah, you well. You heard it here. You heard it here first. If DJ keeps up this rate, there's no reason why he couldn't be offensive in the in the talk for offensive player of the year. Oh, yeah. No, no. Yeah, absolutely. Um uh, well, yeah, before the season, no, probably wouldn't have expected that. Um, yeah. I, I will tell you that when we started doing our sims for them, it was like, uh, did he get faster? What, what happened to him? He's, like, really good. Um, yeah. And so... Uh, well, we got lucky because we only held him to, like, 54 yards. Right, right. Well, and and he, then, got, he got one long <laughs> run, and, and you could, you're, yeah. like, you're like, uh, is that the start? And fortunately, it wasn't. Yeah. And then, like I said, he went, you know, I think it was like 122. And then he went 262 in the in the third game or something like that. Yeah, in the one fourth game. But, I mean, he's just putting up yards. Mm-hmm. So, like you said, is there going to be an undefeated team? Well, 
what are the O line? Do they have an O line? So DJ's rolling. He's got a. They've got a good little setup going over there. It's, it's going to be fun to see. It's going to be fun to see how they end. Yes. Oh, of course, of course. We told him it was okay to go eleven and one when we're when we're messing exactly. around. Exactly. <laughs> oh yeah. And like I said, that our prediction's coming true so far. Yeah. yeah we're so, we're psychic. Um, don't just make, to, don't don't prove us wrong, Eddie. Keep going, baby. Just, just a question though: Should I go back and redo the intro and say this is the Arizona Scorpions hour? Because uh, <laughs> uh, let me look at my uh, nope, no, no, no. We don't have to do that. No, no others. No, okay, okay, good, no. good to know. Good to know. We're gonna spread. We're gonna spread it out a little bit more here as we go. Well, along. hey, but I'm I, just. Those were too worthy. I, hey, those are great. Yeah, those are, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because no, no, I mean, if you look at last year, DJ probably is you know his first year running back. You know, he right, he went from fullback to running back last year. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you got to progress a little so, bit. So the thing about that is there was another fullback. There was a couple of fullbacks that went to running back. So this mm-hmm. year could be their, this year could be their kind of like, you know, DJ Moses year where he's kind of like, eh, did all right. Then next season, season 16, mm-hmm. that's going to be the – and, of course, again, it's all about the play calling and stuff like that. It's like how much do you give him the ball? Do you have an O-line? You know, what kind of scheme do you have? So well, there's the, a lot the, of there's a lot of here and there to that. The two I'm thinking of, Phoenix and Jet, have good coaches. And uh, so there's no reason to think they won't be in good, 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 uh, good, oh. a good spot next season. Oh, so you went Phoenix and Jet. I was actually thinking of two others. <laughs> Who are you thinking? So I was thinking, you know, it's kind of like I want to see how Truesman progresses i want to see how he comes around and then um our uh how can i say this gently our uh the the guy you're gonna knock around next week yes yes doyle doyle i want to see how he you know (laughs) because he's been a fullback so i mean when people transition to different spots you know of course there's going to be a season of of a learning kind of a you know yeah, getting get caught your, up to get getting caught up to the yeah you know so like if they go from one position to another of course there's going to be you know because there's been talk about you know well this person's not that because you know they don't have the right it's like give them a season see what happens but i want to see doyle i want to see truesman you know i want to see all these guys succeed and that this is the great part about this league is you get to see these guys progress and succeed and you know go from hey i remember when my first season i only had 130 yards now i'm like lead lead you know league leader of whatever you know like dj dj is a great you know he's a good example yeah he's a great example great example so but now we're gonna try to go into this was a little bit harder to dig into okay because if you look at the wide receivers, everybody at the top is, well, yeah. Right. You know, like Gabriel Manning. Of course, Gabriel Manning's Duh. 594, five touchdowns, 22 yards. You know, right. that's a given. You know, but I couldn't, I could not, I would feel bad if I left this next guy out because he's always talking about his position and he's always talking about, you know, tight ends need more love. And that's Mike Dags. 
Mike Daggs <laughs> is five fifty three, six touchdowns for Mexico yeah. City. Yeah. So you know, it's like, don't overlook the tight ends. If you know, I mean, heck, look at us. We I picked know. up. You know, we have Adam Williams. I think he's got like three touch, three hundred eleven yards, and three. He's touchdowns. leading our team. Yeah. Yeah, he's leading our team. So, yeah. you know, don't don't just don't just go for those high value wide receivers. You know, slide some tight ends in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at what Moose did in Vancouver. You know. Oh, Moose is fantastic. Look at Tiberius Bovine. Yeah. You know, so those guys, tight ends, tell you. Well, and Daggs has had some spectacular games. I mean, he yeah. had that one that was like three, almost 300 yards or something. The first, one of the first games, oh, he, yeah. had a, he had a crazy, crazy yardage. Um, <laughs> it's it's fun that there's something fun about watching a tight end. It, it, to me, a receiver taking it deep, and you know, I'm like, okay, you're supposed to do that. But when a tight oh, yeah, end catches one over the middle and just like, whoa, get out yeah. of the way, dude, you know, yeah, that's pretty, that's fun. Yeah. Shan Marner had a, had a good game, um, but it seems like he, they may have, uh, they may not be featuring him a little bit. Yeah, but, Queen uh, City's got them nice little, they got them a nice little uh, James Matthew Jr. He's a good tight end, yeah. He's a good little tight end. Very effective, very effective. You know, yeah. so, uh, and actually, if I'm looking at this right, our tight end is third among tight ends. And reception or yardage or just being awesome, I guess. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but we'll, you know, of course we'll we call, can't we'll call that the Doug scale. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, you know, you can't talk about tight ends without talking about my buddy Robert Garrett Jr. Yeah. You know, he's got you know, he's he, he's put up two hundred and eighty seven yards. So, mm-hmm. you know, he's he's getting some he's getting some love over there in Fort Worth. Yeah, well, he had a couple moments against us where I was like, oh, don't get started now. Don't get started now, you know, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I think one of the – I think Baltimore, Lloyd Graham Jr., I think he's going to be a pivotal point. He's a good he's gonna he's be. Good he's going to be pivotal in their run. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. it's going to be fun to – it's going to be fun to see how, how this goes. <clears throat> yeah. So, but who knows, you know. They could pull a Harish, get injured, and be out for the season. So, I don't know. <laughs> but out for the so, season. <laughs> out for the season. Yeah. So, let's get back. Let's get on with our our <laughs> you and I our favorite position or you know defense. 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 So this guy. We got the chance to see this guy in the minor leagues last year. Okay. He this guy is a rookie. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> let's play let's play name that player. He's a rookie. He leads the league with 53 tackles. He has 3 tackles for loss and 4 pass deflections. Well, this is this, cheating because you and I talked about that in D.C. the other day. It's Brody Gulch. It's Brody Gulch. Brody <laughs> Gulch. So I'm cheating. I'm going to st- – I already knew you said let's play guess. <laughs> cheating. I'm cheating. Brody Gulch is beasting. Mm. I mean, literally beasting out. He had six tackles against forward. Mm-hmm. Game one. Yeah, okay. He's a rookie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big deal. But then his next three games, 
17, Arizona, 16, Lone Star, 14, Florida. I mean, he's a monster. I don't know what Ethan Kai is doing to that defense, but I mean, they are just, I mean. Well, sometimes it's a combination of the scheme and good luck. I mean, I've been saying all along, my season last year was a combination of scheme and good luck. There's just something about, there's always, apparently every year, there's a very charming and handsome rookie linebacker that gets to take the lead by storm. Exactly. Last year it was you. This year, Brody Gulch. Who knows? Next year it could be me. Gary. It was me. (laughs) Could be Gary Clem. (laughs) Fear the copper. Fear the copper. I know, right? I don't think Brody's a copper, uh, though. Actually, I think he might be a blonde. It doesn't matter. So here's the other two uh, surprises: Um, Mel Davis and Chuck Diesel. They came into this season. I think their first full season was season 14. Mm Mm-hmm. So this is their. This is going to be their second full season. Mm-hmm. Uh, forty-nine. Davis has forty-nine tackles. Diesel has forty-four. Uh, hey, Davis has. Davis has five tackles for loss. So they're. Yeah, those shouldn't <laughs> be surprises. All right, I'm going to start on my soapbox. No offense, yep. fellas. Go ahead. This is no. This is no, where we were going. I know. Yeah, I know. No I'm offense. one of those guys. I, I I'm know. One of those guys. No offense, fellas, but you stepped into a veteran contract. Okay. Yeah. You stepped into a veteran contract. You should be playing like that, you know. Uh, uh, it, 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 let's let's say Gabriel Manning for some reason leaves tomorrow. You know he can't. He's not going to be able to stick around. You're going to tell me some rookie that takes over that contract is eligible for rookie of the year? Get out! Get out! I'm not buying it. I'm yeah. not buying it. it I'm, not, I'm also not saying we shouldn't, you know, you got to do something to protect the teams and life happens and you're going to lose players. I'm not saying that, that that's a problem. I'm not against that necessarily, although we have talked about other things with that. But it, it, kudos, but just be self-aware, you stepped into a veteran contract. So, you know, well, you should why, be producing. You should be producing. That's why I brought up the, the question and I've always had the inquiry about about that mm-hmm. so if i would have come into the league say because when i started i i started with vancouver mm-hmm. um i guess there was a guy caden carter who whatever happened he left and i jumped into his spot into a pretty nice contract into a pretty nice contract yeah, yeah. now now that we have more players so if i would have jumped into that spot Vancouver only had one linebacker because of 12 positions. Now, if they would have had two linebackers, mm-hmm. one line, say one linebacker is a 75, Caden Carter was an 80. Mm-hmm. I jump in fresh off the street into that 80 spot. I leapfrog the 75 guy who say he's been here for three years. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of not fair. And that's why I keep bringing up the whole you know the whole step up redistributing or something or yeah oh, like oh yeah, yeah. so you have say you have three wide receivers you have a 90 an 88 and an 85 mm-hmm. say the 90 leaves mm-hmm. do you fill that 90 spot with some guy who just stepped off the street leapfrogging the other two mm-hmm. or do you move those two up and put your new guy into that third slot well i'll they, tell you my issue they with mentioned that. it they mentioned it they talked about it they said yeah there's a redistribution 
but that's it's it's still cloudy to me how that that aspect works well it's it's still problematic to me um and and, and i'm gonna forgive me i'm gonna i'm gonna set the table for this all right it's problematic for me because let, let's imagine let's imagine that uh last season it's you and i at vancouver at linebacker like it was yeah and you have to leave and yeah. i had started at a copper contract yeah. and i've been there that much time that's what i've earned using the air quotes but it is it's what i've earned in this league it's about putting in the time that's yeah. how you earn your contracts it, it, mm -hmm. the, the the best ability is availability so but, yeah. so i just got there signed my contract i'm a base copper then yeah. a week later something happens you can't you can't stick around yeah so if we're gonna bump you know whatever now all of a sudden let let's say they go the other way and they say okay you can give craven that contract and the new guy takes over craven's contract i still get a contract i haven't earned right because i've yeah. still only been there x amount of time um now the problem with what i'm about to propose is it does kind of screw the team but this people always talk about realism when it benefits them in this league oh i see where you're going with this if we're going to go realism if we lose you if lone star loses you if this is a real football team we don't find some guy off the street that's you right you're talking we lose, we lose so you're talking so you're talking like a pittsburgh scenario where you have antonio brown jj schuster and whoever the third guy is <laughs> And we're back. Apologies for the uh, little interruption there. My roommate's dog had to kill a census taker. <laughs> um, oh, that was hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> it's hilarious. It was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. Uh, right. Yeah, the only reason I stopped was there was no way we were going to get any recording done with that with that racket going on. Seriously. Uh, where were? We? Right. Oh, 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 oh. So, so I was saying, I was saying that the um, the Antonio for the sake Brown. of realism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not going to find if we lose if Lone Star loses Lincoln, and it's a real football team. We're not going to find a strong safety like that just hanging out. Yeah. And so, to me, to me, and maybe to make it palatable to the owners, let's say that happens, so we can sign somebody at a base silver, which is still pretty generous. Maybe even a, a bronze whatever but let's say base silver let's let's split the difference um a base of the tier below what you lose so if you lose down to a certain point so if you lose a max silver then you get a maybe a max bronze or something to replace okay that's that's the so, level you get so each team should have a entry like when they set up the build so they should have in like ready to go like if, say say king seed leaves they should have a you know a safety belt this is what we this is what we have if somebody leaves well yeah that would that would be too hard to do <clears throat> um so then and then and then the bit that i was going to propose to make it palatable to the owners is that maybe the next season for one season they get that difference 
and they get to use it on other players. They get to, it's like loyalty points. You get well, so let's say we lose King Seed. What what's his contract? Like an 80, 84. 84. Who's an 84? Uh, we can only replace him with a 70. All right. Whatever. Like, I'm, I'm just saying numbers. So next well, season. So here's something we also have to think about too. If he's in like like me, I'm an 80, 81.48, but I have two animations. Mm-hmm. So you have you would have to remove those animations and use that base number. Right. Right. And I think my base number was like 73, 76, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and and I would even go so far as to say because like if you hadn't been if you hadn't put on animations, you would have been progressing. You would have added on your attributes. Well, you added on attributes today. Yeah. Right. So so if you left tomorrow, um, then where you are, minus animations. Yeah. And and maybe maybe it shouldn't be minus animation. Maybe it should be where you are. But your contract value, your contract value, gets folded into your loyalty points for the next season. You see what I'm saying? So next season, let's say we lose King Seed, we do that. We bring in, um, we got a we got a rookie sitting now. Uh, Kevin Say. Oh, there you go. Kevin Say is sitting out there. I like Kevin Say. Good guy. I'd love to have him. So let's say Kevin Say is sitting out there. He'd like to play. He played drum safety for us. Right. Okay. We yeah. bring in Kevin. Kevin gets a gets a base silver contract or a, or a max bronze contract or whatnot, what have you. Next season, the difference between Kevin's contract and what Lincoln's would have been, we get to use in addition to the loyalty points. See what I'm saying? That okay. makes that makes it palatable, possibly, to the yeah. owners. And I'm sure I can think of a couple right off the top of my head of of some owners that would be like. They'd have choice words followed by Craven and but shut they up. Talk, but they talk realism. They do talk about realism. So if you're seriously committed to realism, this is how it works. And we're still not completely realistic because um, have the Steelers ever really replaced Antonio Brown? He was he was freaking dominant. Um, yeah. Or whoever, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Uh, so you see what I'm saying? Um, but that's something that makes it palatable. That's something that also, and, and if you if you think you're in a championship run, let's say you're a team and you're like, we're just a couple pieces away from a championship run. We want that guy, that that wide receiver. We'll take a generic yeah. wide receiver, and not a generic, but a, a random wide receiver that nobody, I'm not, I'm not pointing fingers at anyone, okay? We say that's the piece, but he's a flake, and you're rolling the dice. Yeah. Well, guess what, dude? It's on you that you rolled the dice on that flake. You know. Yeah. Now we already also know that people play games within the rules. Very important point. But they play games already. We've seen that with the repeated every season. Dude gets dropped. New yeah. guy gets brought in. That's playing games with the rules. Sorry, fellas. I, I'm some of you are going to be yeah. pissed. Um, but 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 here's the point. Don't miss the point. You're still following the rules. You're not breaking the rules. So I'm not mad. I just think it's playing games with the rules, right? But yeah. but uh, so people would play games with that. Let's say you're not on a championship run, but you think maybe you're close. Maybe next season. Maybe you talk to a guy that everyone knows is a flake, and you say, "Hey, sign with us," and then you can drop in a couple of weeks, and I'm going to have some extra loyalty points next season to use. Oh yeah. 
you know. So people are going to play games. You're always going to play games within the rules. But that is my proposal, and maybe I probably didn't lay it out clear enough. But that's my proposal to get around that bit about around that. I just think it's, <laughs> you know, and hey, we benefited from it. Heck, we benefited. Lone Star's benefited from it directly. We got you. We got King Seed. We got Liam Hammer. All people that stepped into veteran contracts that are like yeah. really good players, really good players. All three of you are aware that you stepped into good contracts and you know whatever. I still, I still do feel bad about mine though. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> you know, it's like, did I earn? And you know, a lot of people are like, I don't give a shit. Well, no, they don't. And 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 I don't, I don't think anybody needs to lose sleep over it. And you know, I'm just making this proposal for something. I, I think it would be interesting, honestly. I just think it would be interesting. I think it would be really oh, yeah. interesting if the scenario we we propose, we lose you or we lose King Seed or whatnot, and we have to replace him with a lower value guy. But then next season we've got more loyalty points to use for yeah. people to come back. Mm -hmm. That'd be kind of fun, right? Oh yeah. Kind of fun. Uh, but regardless, it's not. I, I don't think. I, I don't foresee it getting changed because for the sake of the owners the way it is is the best they don't care they don't care who's yeah. rookie of the year unless it's one of theirs they don't care about that <laughs> stuff they put in the time and and this is the other piece and i'm sure this is why a lot of them would, would resist it you're putting in time to somebody to have to get them progressed to go through all of that stuff and then to just lose them it's like well crap i can't get that time back but if yeah. you can, like, like Andy last season, Gus had been with the team for a while. He's done the work, he's progressed. And then life circumstances were such that Gus couldn't stay. Yeah. So Andy got to sign Lincoln and and not, uh, and still reap the benefits of the work that he had put into Gus. So mm -hmm. uh, so for that reason alone, I don't think the rule is gonna get changed. And I'm, I'm only just gonna say it like this when it's just us talking. Um, I, you know, if somebody said, "Hey, you get you get to you get executive powers for a day, you get to change this rule," I probably wouldn't change it. Yeah, I probably wouldn't change it. But because that's that's the that's the one of the key elements about this league is the is the whole real life challenges. <clears throat> you know, well, it's supposed to be a journey. It's supposed to be part of the deal. Yeah. Um, uh, otherwise, it's not a whole lot different than like a pay-to-win type thing where you just enter a cheat code and you're a stud, you know? Yeah. And, and it's not pay-to-win and people get like freaked out. There's nothing. I don't think this league's pay-to-win. Um, so, you know. It's timing. Slow down and listen. I did not say pay-to-win. You know, I mean, a lot of it's, a lot of it is timing. <clears throat> this league is all timing because like you and I have discussed, if I would have joined the league a week or two later, you'd have been in the draft. Right? I would have been, I probably would have been. Yeah. You know, but it's one of those things where I feel I would have had more, I would have had more options. Mm -hmm. You know, because when I joined the league, I was like in a spot in my life that, dude, this is perfect. This is awesome. And I jumped. And then like well, like we discussed, it was like two weeks later is like, oh, we're gonna sign non-contracts. Of course you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the, league, the league has to evolve, <clears throat> I think we're going ahead to evolve. Uh, yeah. 
Well, I mean, there's a few, you know, in a vacuum, if I look back, would I do some of the things different? I Like, I, for example, sometimes I kind of feel like, huh, it would have been fun to go through the draft, you know? Yeah. But, but if I had gone through the draft, uh, just just the experience. If I'd have gone through the draft, I probably wouldn't have been on Vancouver. We wouldn't have been doing a silly Bass Brothers gig. You know? Yeah. So time, timing, you talk about timing. Yeah, uh, if you joined a week later, yeah, if you joined a week later or two and done something else, we yeah. also might not have crossed paths. Um, we probably wouldn't have the Lone Star gig. And I mean, we might have. We might have. Charles might have reached yeah. out to us. We might have joined. But, but I'm very happy with what happened, but it's very easy also to ever so often kind of go, Hmm. Oh, oh yeah. Been yeah. So. That's okay. In about 14 seasons, we'll retire and come back as something else and go through the whole process and get to do both. 14 seasons. Who knows? I want to. I want to play. I want to play long enough to at least be like a uh, in the conversation for Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's true. That's Hall of Fame true. linebacker. I want to be a Hall of Fame yeah. linebacker. Um, but so, all yeah. of this, all of this talk about the league. And, you know, it's just, it's a great league. Mm -hmm. The people, the teams, the, 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 the league staff, you know, it's just an amazing, it's been an amazing run. Yeah. And we talk about, we talk about, you know, player progression and stuff like that. Let's talk about league progression a little bit. Okay. So... When I started, when I first got into this league, and we, we got in right about the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just I, I don't remember maybe Kramer and maybe Ashley. That was it. Uh-huh. Doing podcasts? Like lead content and stuff. Right, right. But now with the explosion of players, it's been, you know, almost, it's been about a year since we've been in this league. 365 days and you know AJ's been phenomenal you know Kramer's always been a good a good listen you know and then you pop in and then it just it just spiraled there's a lot you of know. good shows twin oh, screws, yeah. twin screws, twin, screws, nice twin uh, screws his show Axis Axis Live that's a great show just, it's, an, it's insane yeah, and then dope. you have a lot of the guys, a lot of the guys that are writing articles. Yep. I mean, it's one thing to get on here, like you and I, we get on here and we talk about this and this and that, but to actually have to sit down and write like a, a page of gripping, you know, I can't, I couldn't stop reading it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you got, you know, Shady's, Shady's deal. He's, Shady does a good, good stuff. Article. Shady does uh, good stuff. Nelson Lozano, Gagne, you know, those guys have got, you know, but... I know you I sure wanna... you sure enjoyed the uh, article about us, uh, our two linebackers and our generic. Oh, yeah, that was always <laughs> fun. Nick Lasala. <laughs> Give him a break. Generic. Give him a break. But He's a rookie. The great thing... <laughs> got to figure the... it out now. <laughs> Freaking Lasala. <laughs> The great thing about this league is, I don't know if you've read this or not, but there's a guy that just joined the league. I don't know a whole lot about him, but his name is Dick Mickey, Mickey DePinto. 
Oh yeah, he's got the the rookie. Uh, yeah. Damn, like this guy. Like I said, I don't know a lot about this guy yet. You know, I want to I want to get to know him more because he just seems like a down to earth dude. But his writing skills were so good. I mean, it was good. a great article. Great yeah. article, Mickey. Mickey, keep it up, dude. That mm-hmm. was a great article, man. Mm-hmm. And like I said, if you want to do an interview with the Bash Brothers, we can talk about, you know, the day in the life of the Twinkie or something like that. You know? <laughs> so. uh, uh, Twinkies around us don't have very long lives. Oh, that's very true. Yeah. And, and like we were discussing, it was the like, I think violence. that's why I get a lot of crap because I just can't seem to catch the ball on the field. That's not the and only I, reason, but yes. I think it's the I think it's the Twinkie residue that's on my fingers that I just can't quite. Okay. So I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. But um, the other the other one with the lead content that I want to throw out there is also the psychic the psychic crew of the Jack's Data team. What is up nerd. with what is up with these guys being so spot on? With their over unders and their, you know, I okay. mean, <laughs> I like giving them a hard time. I like giving them a hard time. Uh, I mean, if uh, they got like one but, out of ten, but they're like, well, yeah, like no, they do a good um, Well, it, it, this is all numbers. It's all algorithms and and probability and everything else. All of oh, it yeah. is. So they've yeah. got a formula. Which weirdly always seems to have Jacksonville at number one, but, uh, but they're not anymore. Um, <laughs> I'm never gonna let that go. Uh, they also picked. They also said they were gonna beat Vancouver twice last season, and they didn't. Um, yes, they didn't. No, but um, well, yeah. It, it. It. I mean, you know, I hate math, but uh, it makes sense. I had probability and statistics in, in college. And, <laughs> um, I can see how it works. I can see, yeah. you know, why it works. Uh, it is pretty funny. Uh, I think it's funny that we've basically got a betting line. I'm kind of like, oh, get seriously, out. right? You know, the over <laughs> under, like, you know, plus or minus. Like, shut up. We open up betting on this thing. Get me out of here. You know, <laughs> get me out of here. The AI just is like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but they they do they do a good job with their stuff. Uh, I yeah. I look it over uh, almost every time it comes out. That's funny. Yeah, but the other one is uh, the other new thing about this league is the uh, I'm loving and it kind of when when these games are played i'm usually at work so i'm not really able to jump in and and participate in this yeah but this crowd play Mm -hmm. is phenomenal Mm -hmm. i mean when i'm watching this you know it's like i see people like oh i got the question and like you know but that's They're, they're not here right now so i can say it the last one my roommates kept chatting with me and I was like, come on, man, I'm trying to win some money here. And I finally <laughs> just gave up and turned it off. We had the game going. Yeah. Uh, it is fun. Um, and heck, I, I mean, I won bucks, it that one time. I, I won the whole thing one time. I got 250 bucks. Oh, okay. uh, Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I don't remember. Um, uh, but it, yeah, no, it is fun. It's a, it's a different way to do it. I would, uh, I don't think I'd want it for every game, though. Sometimes I just want to sit and watch the game. 
and not be like, okay, that 15 yard reception may be important later, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. Those are the, you know, it was like the one question was like, how many yards did the quarterback just throw for? Uh, am I supposed to take notes? Is there going to be a quiz after this? <laughs> kind of. Kind of. <laughs> Yeah. But a lot of it's just like uh, C, <laughs> B. Yeah. yeah, the ones I don't get, the ones that they give me are the, the quick ones where you've got to answer in X amount of time. Dude, I just hit the button. Pop, pop, pop. I know. Sometimes I'm like bam, 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 and then it's like you know you did it in five and a half seconds, and then it's like so and so did it in three seconds. I'm like what? Yeah. <laughs> you know how did they do that? I don't even expect to win those. I just like do it, and do it out. Yeah, the last one it was like it popped up and I'm just like pop pop pop. It was like 0.4 seconds. I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I got them right, but yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's the other piece that you got to get them right. Uh, <sighs> we were we were going on. We kind of got off track. Uh, talk about players, surprise players. We still got. Uh, we talked about Brody Gulch. Who else you got on defense? Uh, well, like done? I said, you know, Mel Davis and Chuck Diesel. You know, those were the top guys, but. Yeah, I mean, it's just with with the players, it's usually the top guys. You know, your well, high value, you know, your high value, or, you know, it's just, it is what it is. But like we said, it's like the majority of it is the scheme also. Yeah. You know, over the past couple of years, we've talked about how does this player have so many freaking tackles? You know, but when we started noticing this, there was 12 on 14. 17 per team. Okay, so maybe they don't have that many, you know, defensive players where this guy's getting all the tackles or whatever. <laughs> well, it also depends on what the other team is doing. I remember early on, remember early last year, we were looking at things and I was like, how did I get so many tackles in the first game? Right? Yeah. And you didn't get very many. And there were two things. Uh, that first game, they had a fullback a fair, fair bit of time. Yeah. And they'd run outside. So if they ran inside, you were going on, go uh, taking on the, the lead blocker, the fullback, mm -hmm. and I was getting the tackle. Yeah. They ran outside, they're running toward me. I was getting the tackle. Uh, if if it was because they would run, they ran outside um, a little more out of single back than they did out of out of two back, and mm -hmm. so I was getting to tackle a guy without any lead blocker. You know, a lot, right? Yeah. And so I got more tackles than you that time. Uh, the next game, or one of the next ones after, I don't remember exactly, they were all single back. Anything that went up the middle, it was just you and the, and the running back. And you got a lot more tackles than I did that time. They'd run outside some, but not as much. And, and so that's also a part of it as well when you're watching these games. Uh, now, you know, it's funny, we came into the thing and we've got the Operation Zero, um, uh, oh yeah, the objective zero. Objective zero. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Discussion moment. Um, you know, <laughs> we're doing those things, and, and I would make, you know, I made my preseason pledge about about what I was going to do, and um, in my head I was thinking that'll be about a hundred bucks on tackle because I was I, I figured I'd probably do a little bit better than last season because I'm a little I progressed a little bit. A little yeah. Bit better than last season, be around the hundred tackle mark. I want to be around the hundred tackle mark. I don't think I'm going to get it this season. Because I've got you and Freddie and Jukin and Al and Yogi and uh, Hugo, all studs, all making plays. And I love it for our team, but I'm probably not gonna, all of us are probably not gonna rack up the stats we might have win. Yeah. 
there were 12 or 17 players. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so um, we have to adjust our expectations a little bit on that. Uh, but that's also part of the deal. I got more yeah. I got more tackles this last week than I've had all season. Well, Fort Worth ran Jason Williams inside a lot. Mm-hmm. They ran him inside a lot. Not all the time, but they ran him inside a lot. And just the way things were going, I was, you know, you're watching the game, other people taking on the blocks. Who's left? My player and his. Yeah. So I ended up getting more tackles, like I said, than I have been. So that's a uh, that's another component to that with the with watching how these guys get all these tackles. I um, probably would have had more tackles if Gunny would have stayed out of my way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gunny. Hey, you know what's funny? Yeah. You know what's funny? Because you know I didn't get to watch that live. I watched like the last six minutes of that game live because I was moving. Oh yeah. When I was out. So I go back and watch it, and I saw you. You know, you guys were, you guys were talking. You were giving him a hard time. And <laughs> There's a play where he steps in front of my guy. He like comes up in front of my guy, and like bam, and makes a tackle. I'm like, Gunny. That, <laughs> that was, was the one I think where he got the tackle for loss. I think so. Yeah. I was like, what are you doing over here? You get back there and cover that guy. <laughs> I thought it was Freddie at first. I was like, oh, oh and I, I was like, all right, Freddie, Gunny, come on. Gunny's like, I want in on this. Well, you can't blame the guy. Blame oh, yeah. Him. He's silver this week, by the way. Right? Yeah. Didn't he go uh, silver? No, 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 no. Freddie. Freddie went Freddy. silver. Yeah. Cameron went gold. Our, oh, so Adam you're talking about our supplemental draft picks. Mm-hmm. Ike's, not, Ike's not gold yet. but, but uh, Ike will be gold next week, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it wasn't Gunny. Yeah, Gunny, yeah. Gunny, Gunny's saving for an animation now. I think. Yeah, it'll be gold soon. So let me ask you a question. Okay. I heard a rumor that you are going to be. Well, I guess by the time this is this is like put out there, it's already over. But are you nervous about being on the Axis show tonight? No. Ready to go. Nobody, huh? nobody listens to that crap. Nobody listens. <laughs> I love you, Dave Axis. <laughs> yeah, when this when this show comes out, that will have already happened. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how. I know Dave listens most of the time yeah. to my show. I hope he listens to this one. I'm going to tell him to make sure to listen to this one. <laughs> oh, so so the other the other thing was you are stepping in for I think Eagle. Yeah, Eagle, congratulations. Eagle, Eagle congratulations on, yeah, congratulations. Is that his first on one? Your, that uh, his first I one? don't know. Probably. I, think so. I mean, heck, the first time I heard Eagle, sorry, buddy, I thought he was like 14. Yeah. Well, I think this is probably, this is probably like second or third, because, I mean, if it's, or, I don't yeah, know. This, one, this one might be his first one, because if it were the second or third, he would be like, yeah, I've been there, done that, I'm going to go do my show. Right, right. <laughs> Um, no. Yeah. Either way, I mean, if it's his ninth or his first, two cares. Congratulations. Yeah. I'm assuming you're happy about it. So uh, yeah, know, congratulations. That's exciting. But yeah, I'm stepping in for Eagle and a couple of the other because it's the uh, Sim Scouts guys. Um, yeah. And a couple of the other guys can't be available on Tuesdays with work. Oh, yeah. So I'm I'm sort of filling in for like three guys. I'm yeah. only doing the work of one guy, but I'm filling in for like three guys. Apparently, I'm going to be the first one up, so it's like, oh, okay, no problem. Let's give another shout out to uh, 
I don't know which is which, probably uh, Zach and Surrett, mm -hmm. OCDC, OCDC in uh, London, the uh, new offensive and defensive. Yeah, Surrett is defensive coordinator and, and Zach is offensive coordinator. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Exciting uh, times. Hopefully, hopefully Liam lets them do yeah. it. Um, I, I'm, I mean, I'm not making any claims there. I'm just saying that hopefully he, he lets them do it, gives them, gives them help. Um, it, frankly, kudos to Liam for getting to help, not having, not trying to do the whole thing all by himself. Um, yeah, that's that's a challenge. I, I think those guys. I mean, you know, we had those guys on on uh, San Jose, so of course we pull them for. Uh, oh yeah, it'll be fun yeah. to watch. We've got a few guys. We got a few guys around the league that are thriving. Uh, obviously, Ross Napoli, our boy Ross Napoli. Uh, I heard he was talking about you today, and in, in Gen Chat, he was giving you the shout out about all of your, all of your uh, underlings in San Jose making offensive coordinators and team staff and stuff like that. <laughs> now you're making me blush. Um, <laughs> no, I did see it. Um, I did see it, and that was very, very kind of him. Uh, I said in Jen, um, and I'll say it again that. Uh, and you've heard me say this many times. I was just shocked you were even there. So, <laughs> I, I well, because <laughs> I, I I commented and Hugo Hugo's a funny he's a funny he was a funny guy. Hugo says, "Welcome to the league, coach." Because <laughs> I'm never in Gen Chat anymore. Um, but I, I said then, and I've said to the other guys, I said I had guys. I mean, Jeremy Vega would chat with me for. A long time when I first joined the league, when I was still a non-contract, and I've got all these questions. Vega was oh, yeah. with me. Um, Andy, obviously, uh, big help. Um, Christian Christensen would. Uh, I we would chat for a long time. Uh, the dearly departed Crash Combs. Uh, oh yeah. A lot. Um, there are a lot of guys. I talked to uh, Johnny Bravo a little bit about things. I talked to Freeman some. Oh. Um, uh, I know I'm leaving people out. I could go back to to my, you know, you still got all the old things in there. There were a lot of guys in the league that I was like, hey, sorry to bother you. Can I ask a question? And they're like, always, anytime. And and uh, they, I mean, and I was ravenous for information. And so I was just spamming them with questions. I'm like, sorry if this is a dumb question, but I can't seem to find the answer. And, you know. Um, That's usually the way I started my conversations out. <laughs> <laughs> well, even even at the beginning of the, um, I think of the minor leagues last year, uh, when we were just starting, we were like, "Ooh, we got to talk to some of our guys about progression and things like that." Mm -hmm. Marcus Dunhill spent um, about an hour chatting back and forth, talking about things. Um, there's an awful lot of people in the league that were willing to give out all the information they possibly could uh, until I became a coach and then they didn't want to give me any more information after that. But of course. Teasing, <laughs> I'm teasing, you know, if I hear you got to figure that out for yourself one more time, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, um, uh, it just, I, I, I just, I felt like I wanted to pay that forward. And so that's part of why I brought in all the guys I brought in on the coaching staff. Remember people were laughing, they're like, how many coaches does San Jose have? I yeah. like, well, these guys have all got experiences. They, they're a year ahead, they're a season ahead of these guys. Let's bring in people that can help. And mm -hmm. there's also just good luck because we didn't pick Ross or Dustin 
or, or Andre or, you know, we didn't pick those guys. They were given to us. And we, oh, yeah. got, we got guys that embraced the make an impact, you know, yeah. make your place. And make it. So, so it was fun. So that's part of why I, air quotes, look so good in that regard in terms <laughs> of, of getting people into the league. Yeah. We had people that wanted to get, go, go get it. You can look at other teams and see. I mean, Javier Vasquez has made a nice, nice way for himself. You know. Oh yeah. OC at the St. Louis. And he sort of, you know, doing stuff like that. You know, there's a lot of guys. There's a lot of guys doing good stuff. But, uh, but it is great. It's really great to see these guys getting to do this thing. I'm going to be interested to see how London yeah. does with these guys. And you'll be able to tell. You'll be able to tell yeah. how much. Uh, how much influence they have on it. Being a part of the SFLM last season, you know, in my capacity, it was just fun just to see all the- Special teams coach. There you go, special teams yeah. coach. Yeah. Just to see all, you know, like like Eagle, like mm -hmm. Zach and Art Vandalay and, yeah. you know, so, so, so many more, you know, get drafted, be excited to get drafted and, you know, to see where they are now. Mm -hmm. And to see, you know, just being able to see, you know, how they are in the future, and I think, and sometimes you hear, sometimes you hear the old, you know, the old guard talking about this, you know, like Christensen and those guys that, yeah, we've been around since season two or three or five or six, you know, it's like, tell us about when you were, you know, I wasn't drafted. There was no draft when mm -hmm. I started, and mm -hmm. you know, it's like. We just came in and we're assigned a spot. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Shady's a great one for that. Uh, I don't know if you remember yeah. my first interview with him, but he had a lot of fun things to talk about. I, I we were going to do another show, and then with all the moving crap and all that stuff, I didn't really get it done. Um, I really like having him on the show because he's got a lot of good stuff. He was the one that um, brought up the bit, and I saw him. I saw him uh, in one of the chats mention it a few years back Sioux Falls drafted a bunch of people I think they like traded back for more picks if I remember the story mm -hmm. right it brought in all these guys all of those guys are still there yeah. right they built that and, and talk about you know that's awesome that's an awesome story you know? oh yeah if you don't hear that story from some of the vets you're just like Sioux Falls man those guys are never in chat you know yeah you never in chat Sioux Falls, the team has been built well. And obviously, anybody that yeah. listens to my show on a regular basis knows that I have this kind of like crush on Sioux Falls. Um, not ever leaving a Lone Star for it, but I love Sioux I Falls. I like their uniforms. I know. <laughs> I, like I, know, I, know I know. They had one last year that they wore that was really good, and they lost. And I saw the guys being like, all right, we're never wearing these uniforms again. And I was like, oh, come on. It's not the uniforms. Those are really good. Those are really good. Um, you know what I would like to see? I would love to. I would love for Dave Axis to put together an Axis Live with Cam, Eddie, and like three or four more of guys that have been here since like season three or four. Just five. History Week. History Week. Yes. Yeah. They've all got to come in with stories. Just to just to tell you know it's like you know I think people like we just came in and we're given you know we were i was on the team we didn't even have a star quarterback <laughs> yeah isn't that funny to think about how it was you at, know at, at the beginning 
when I started, we didn't even do progressions. We didn't even, you know, it's like, no, they hear the, it's like sitting on grandpa's lap going, tell us about the war. Now, <laughs> now you made it awkward. Um, uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, well, even Andy, Andy uh, at the draft said, you know, when I, when he started Vancouver, he just had to have, you know, two golds. You know, it wasn't, it was, it was yeah. different. Even when Andy did it, Andy hadn't been here forever. I think yeah. season nine maybe was his first. Uh, so yeah, to, to listen to what some of the uh, uh, veterans, older veterans, yeah. um, uh, that that is that would be kind of fun. Um, Get Tiberius in there. That's that's Cam Dad, right? That's Cam. I think dad. so. Yeah. 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 Back uh, when I started in the league, it was. <laughs> We I think I've have... I think I've seen him on one of the videos. He doesn't sound like that, but that's funny. Uh, we didn't even use helmets. <laughs> I don't know if you ever heard this. Charles wanted all because we had so many old people at Lone Star. He oh, wanted, he no wanted face to go mask. no face mask. Yeah, I would love that. Uh, well, you know, I kind of like think it looks stupid. Sorry, Peanut. I think it looks stupid, <laughs> but at the same time, it would have been funny. It would have been yeah. funny too. So if, if the team went down with it and wanted to do it, I would have done it. But, uh, <laughs> that was funny. That's funny. Um, <sighs> what, what else you got? I know you've got you've got a list. What else you got? That's pretty much it. That's it. Okay. I mean, well we then, kind of you know we kind of rolled through and blasted through and made made know. up a few things and oh, told yeah. a few lies. Um, so. Um, uh, something I want to get your thoughts on. We chatted a little bit about it before. We have competitors popping up. In particular, you know, you know what? I I wanted to mention this, but I didn't know how I wanted to mention this. But I know where you're going with this. Maximum Football 2020. They, they look like they're taking direct aim at us. What do you think yeah. about that? What do you think I, about that? I don't know. I mean, we've. I mean, it's going to be, I think it's going to be one of those things because there's a, there's a few, there's a few leagues that I've noticed that are, you know, up and running, but mm -hmm. they're not, you know, they don't do the things that we do. We don't do the things that they do. We don't use the games that they do, but I don't know. I would have to before I could make an honest, honest assumption. I would have to see the gameplay. It does come for down this for this game. I want to see how it looks because every video that they are talking about, they're like, "Oh, 2020 is coming out," and they're showing gameplay from last year's game, which is stupid. With yeah, with those you know, badonka donk like, butts. Yeah, it's you know like, what oh, everybody has got like these yeah. massive butts in that in that. It looks like big head football or something like that. Oh, right, big butt football. But yeah, so I don't know. It's it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna one, be one thing I will say though about it is, is see, I didn't feel like it was as fluid. Uh, and it's funny because you're talking about a modern, uh, you know, this generation console game. I didn't think the physics of it were as fluid as uh, the one we use. They just yeah. didn't look as realistic. But they say unity. Exactly. And it looks a whole lot more fluid than Madden. Madden got yeah. that, that Tron action where a guy, yeah. guys go, 
guy going left, he makes a 45 degree turn that makes my knees ache looking at it. You know, it's like, yeah, that looks realistic. Not. Um, so, so I felt like there's some hope for that. Um, but yeah, I'm with you. I'm going to need to see gameplay. The gameplay needs to be, yeah, it, it needs to be there and the physics need to be somewhat realistic. Otherwise, I don't care what you do with the back end of it. So, because our games are fun to watch. They're still fun. Oh to yeah. Watch. Um, I mean, it's everything else except for the, it's everything else aside from the game that sets us apart, but, but the yeah. games are still fun to watch. Um, yeah anyway I just I was just curious what you thought and and I don't I don't you know I don't believe in ignoring things or or so I, I you know I wasn't gonna shy away from saying something about it yeah um, well I watched a video yesterday that and without saying too much I saw a video yesterday and it appears that there's another one that just popped up like three hours ago oh are you looking at it now Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So it's kind of like I've noticed some. I noticed there was. I noticed some things about the video that I'm watching that really make me curious mm -hmm. because of who was in the video. <laughs> Without saying any names. But, you I know, don't know, going, I going don't know back if he to the. I show all that often or not. Yeah. But, <laughs> but going back to the, the competitive part. You know, if I could play in both leagues, I probably would. If I could play in three leagues, I probably would. But I'm always going to have a spot in my heart for the SFL. Yeah. You know, yeah. well, it's it's going to be, you know, do we have people that jump ship? Do we have people that, you know. Possibly. So, possibly. yeah, I don't know. It's going to, the next 30 days is going to be very interesting. Yeah. Because they're talking about the gameplay video, the gameplay, yeah, the gameplay video they should like next week or something. Mm. I'm guessing. So that's that's where they, they, they can take a hard left turn or they can trend up yeah. at that point. It's hard to say. Because uh, it's been mentioned that the uh, the maximum football is going to have a sim league and it's going to be a four part football universe. Whatever that means, I have no idea. I'm just reading four what I'm part reading. Football universe, okay. Four a four part football universe. So hmm. I don't know. So we'll have to see. We'll have to see what happens. We'll have to see. But yeah. yeah so I, I if I did do something in a different league, I would just be a player because oh yeah, doing the coaching thing one i wouldn't want to be doing more than that somewhere else and yeah. two two I, I, i've got 19 other people that i don't want to let down you know i don't want yeah. to let you down i don't want to let charles and wally down i don't want to let, let dave and ike and uh, you know all of our teammates i don't want to let them down so i want to get yeah that so i wouldn't be dividing my attention uh, yeah uh, but but you know that's that's not to say i'm not really looking i'm i'm curious what they do um yeah, I'm, I'm curious as to yeah. how it all shakes out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but but I, I feel like they got a long way to go. Um, even if the game itself is a big hit, I feel like they've got a long way to go to offer yeah. everything that we offer. Because, I mean, you know, it's like, ah, oh, you copied that from us. Ah, oh, you copied that from us. Get out of here. <laughs> well, who, who cares? Who cares if they, unless Cam's got a copyright on some of the stuff, who cares yeah. if they, like, completely... Um, 
you know, and I'm sure they won't, but who cares, who cares if they're, they're trying to do what we do? That imitation yeah. is a sincerest form of flattery. Um, oh, yeah. And I'm sure, I'm sure they'll try to do things a little bit differently because everybody thinks they've got a better idea. Yeah. More power to you. Let's let it go. Let it roll. Um, you feel like we're near a stopping point? I think so. You got anything else you want to cover? Other than my cat sitting on the, sitting there looking at me. Well, this is not, <laughs> yeah, since it's still just an audio podcast, none of us, thank God, because both of our faces are on this Zoom meeting. I'm uh, telling you, right? That's not a, like, sexy it, pose. We got you, not- you notice. <laughs> see that? Somebody needs a haircut. <laughs> you see that? That's that's just all over the place. Earlier today, I had a, uh, I'm not too shy to admit it, I had a scrunchie. There you I go. I had a hair thing going on because uh, my neck was hot and I wanted to get my hair off of it. I bet you could rock the hell out of a mullet. <laughs> I grew up I grew up in the 80s. I've already done that. Uh. I, I just think I look like Jerry Garcia reincarnated, and that's not necessarily there you go. a good thing. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, well then I'm going to go ahead and make the announcement that I mentioned earlier. Ooh, the announcement. Uh, starting this week. Do it. Starting this week, I will be joining up with the folks at Epic Esports. And a lot of my content will be running through them. I'm still going to publish on Anchor like I do, um, but I'm gonna be handing off a lot of things over there and uh, uh, they do a lot of things better than I do. And we're gonna partner up and and work together. I will also be covering other sim sport leagues. I announced a while back that I was going to start doing new content on my show. Haven't really touched it yet because, again, the move and all that stuff. Uh, Epic Esports is um, it's not just SFL stuff. It's about all the esports, as the name implies. And I have spoken with them and we talked about it and decided today was the announcement. My next show, which at this point is scheduled to drop probably on Monday next week, will be distributed through Epic Esports. Uh, you'll still be able to find me on Anchor, but uh, they're gonna be doing some very cool things. Uh, it took about five minutes to recognize they were more creative than I am with some of that stuff, and uh, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited to move forward with that and do other stuff. Uh, I believe at this point, one of the one of the things I'm gonna be covering Big Head Baseball, um, if they, you know, unless they tell me Screw you, Craven. We don't like you, and we don't want you talking about our product. Um, I think Chad and I get along okay, so I think we'll be fine. Going to be going to be doing some stuff with Big Head Baseball. Um, there is a sim soccer league. I'll probably do shows about it if they're unless they're opposed to it. Um, Gone. Things no. like that. Um, so that's going to be happening, and uh, that seems kind of anticlimactic the way I announced it, but it's coming. It's coming. Epic Esports and Coach's Corner are pairing up. And uh, Epic's got a lot of big plans. They've got a lot of good things coming on. They're bringing on all kinds of content creators. It's going to be exciting. So, now, who's part of Epic Esports? Who runs that? Uh, Cameron Curtis. Okay. Cameron and, Curtis. Yeah. And Mike Quinscrew is involved with them. And okay. I feel like I know. Um, well, you know what? I'm going to let them take care because I don't want to jump ahead of the. I don't want to put the cart in front of the yeah. board. Uh, uh, somebody else just joined us. Uh, somebody that you and I mentioned earlier um, 
it, uh, join Epic Esports, so they'll be doing stuff with that. I, um, uh, they're looking to bring people in. Okay. So, so did you hear the did you hear the biggest latest news on in real sports? No. Apparently, apparently the Pac-12 and I think it was the Big Ten canceled their college football season. I did see that. Um, the Karens have won. It's funny because yeah. especially the Big Ten, uh, the Big Ten uh, commissioner was uh, his son plays somewhere, and yeah. he, he he like days after saying he was completely fine with his son playing, had no concerns about it. He was trying to shame other conferences into shutting down, and uh, uh, he, he's just a coward. I'm just going to come out and say it. He's just a coward. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm not surprised at the Pac-12. I mean, it's over here on the left coast. We, we, yeah. They've completely lost their minds. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not surprised at the Pac-12 is doing it. Um, yeah. It, it, you know, it, it, I don't care what angle you come at it. The, the kids are safer on campus. They're safer with their teams, with the testing, with the, with the things um, that uh, they would have in place to make sure they're safe. It's ridiculous. We're going to just uh, cut that out for my yeah. Especially, you've got scholarship kids that are coming from uh, from low-income, at-risk places. Being at college oh, yeah. in that, that's the best possible place for them. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to send them back to that. Yeah. And uh, that's just that's just stupid. Um, yeah. uh, I know a lot of people get all fired up arguing over the thing. Herd immunity is a necessity. We need we need to take precautions if you're at risk. But we need yeah. to be out there. We need to. We need to. We need to be open. We need to be living our lives. We need to be doing it. And by the way, even at the most conservative numbers from the CDC, it's got a ninety-nine percent survival rate. Yeah. So I don't want to hear it. When I think pandemic, I think twenty-eight days later or some zombie movie. That's- yeah. Or, or or I think <laughs> of the division, that video game where you've got yeah. like you know gangs running the street. It's ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous. So. I, it, it's all right that at the beginning we were like, "Whoa, we didn't know what we had." You know, take measures, yeah. precautions. You know, kind of get the lay of it. Um, we're seeing an awful lot of stuff. You see places. I think it's Sweden that just—I mean, they—they they don't do masks, and they're killing it. They're, well, you I see, mean, New Zealand hasn't had a case in like 30 days. So, oh well, we're not here for that. <laughs> yeah, we're not here for that. We're not here for that. I'm just. I'm just, you know, I'm tired of looking out the window and I, when yeah. I was moving, when I was moving, moving down here, if you're in your car by yourself and you're wearing a mask, come on, man. Head scratcher. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway oh, uh, we probably just pissed off half of our, uh, half of our, <laughs> they probably tuned out. <laughs> People get fired up over this, don't they? Uh, so, back All to right. positive things. This has been Coach's Corner with my good friend Doug Gay, and, I, and when I say Always that, I'm not pleasure. making it. I'm not making it up. Doug is one of my very best friends, and I am blessed to be on a team with him and get Hell to yeah. do this crazy crap on the internet called Coach's Corner. Um, you know, go out there and make an impact, people. Good luck and God bless, my friends. Good day, SFL. <laughs>